Cause there were Christmases when you were mine. It's me. Hi, I'm Melissa Hayes, and you're listening to Swiftly Tailored, a Taylor Swift podcast. On this episode, we're discussing Taylor's Christmas ballad, Christmases When You Were Mine. So let's get started with some Taylor news. This week, Taylor released behind-the-scenes footage of the making of the All Too Well short film. It's available on all of her social media accounts, and I highly recommend that you go check it out. It's really cool to see Taylor behind the scenes, to see her in her work element. You know, with these sort of things, I always wonder how much control the artist actually has. Um, And to actually see her in work being the boss, it's awesome. Um, So I really recommend checking that out. Additionally, she posted on her birthday saying that she was in the studio again with Jack Antonoff. So what is she working on? I'm really curious. Also, if you didn't get tickets to the Eras tour, there's still hope. There are 170,000 tickets remaining, and Ticketmaster announced this week that it will be opening up sales on an invitation basis to verified fans who were unable to purchase tickets beforehand. Taylor also announced this week, and this is what I'm most excited about, is that she is going to be directing a full-length film that she wrote. There are no more details on this quite yet other than that the film will be put out by Searchlight. So Searchlight is typically known for its indie films, so this sounds like the perfect match for Taylor, who I'm guessing is going to present us with an emotionally devastating film about life and love. I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to learn more. I am so excited, you guys. But now let's get into this week's song. This week we're covering Christmases When You Were Mine. And we're going a little bit out of order here. Um, So it should have been Picture to Burn as track two of her debut album. But since Christmas is this week, you know, I thought I wanted to do some sort of a Christmas song, but I didn't want to cover Christmas Tree Farm quite yet. I wanted to get the hang of this whole podcasting thing a little bit more before I covered a song that I love that much. Um, So not that I don't love this song. I love this song too, but Christmas Tree Farm... It's just, it has a special place in my heart, but we'll discuss that one next year. So for this year, we're covering Christmases When You Are Mine, and this is track one of two original tracks off of Taylor's six-song EP, The Taylor Swift Holiday Collection. It was produced by Nathan Chapman and written by Chapman, Liz Rose, and Taylor Swift. It was released on October 14th, 2007. It clocks in at 3 minutes and 6 seconds. It is in the key of G major, and it is a holiday song with pop country production and also considered a ballad. It peaked at number 48 on Billboard's Hot 100 charts, and on my guitar versus piano scale, I would say this one is definitely an acoustic guitar song. The surface level analysis. On its surface, the song is about remembering a past love at Christmas time. As the title says, there were Christmases when the narrator and her lover were together, but this year they've split up. And I think it's likely the first Christmas without her lover, but there's actually no indication of that in the song. There's no indication of how long it's been since they split. It could be any number of years, but it just seems to me like this guy is really at the narrator's forefront of thought this Christmas, which makes me think it's probably a pretty new breakup. 
The song starts by asking, please take down the mistletoe, invoking right from the beginning that this is Christmas, but that her heart is broken. Not only is there no one she wants to kiss under the mistletoe, but the mistletoe itself is reminding her of previous kisses, which is something she tells us in the next line that she just doesn't want to think about right now. Because everything I want is miles away in a snow-covered little town. There's some great imagery here. Not only is it confirming the suspicion that we get in the first few lines that she's thinking about a past lover, but we get this classic country nostalgia, talking about snow-covered little towns at Christmas time. You know, small towns are a common theme throughout country music. It kind of invokes that. Um, it really gets you thinking about these small little country towns with the snow coming in for Christmas. It's a lot of great imagery. My mom is in the kitchen worrying about me. Season's greetings. Hope you're well. I love the imagery here, too, of her mother receiving Christmas cards in the kitchen. And I think of Christmas cards because of the season's greeting line. And I love the inclusion of a classic phrase like season's greetings. But it also gives the narrator the chance to tell us how she's doing in the next couple of lines. Well, I'm doing all right, if you were wondering. Lately, I can never tell. Now, this one can be interpreted in a couple of ways. She's doing fine, but she can never tell if her past lover is wondering about her or not. Or she's mostly doing fine, but sometimes she herself can't tell. Because even during Christmas, when it's not supposed to be a lonely time, she's still thinking about him. Because there were Christmases when you were mine. She tells us in the next verse that I've been doing fine without you really. And again, I love the little really here because it shows hesitation or maybe some of that confusion like we saw in the last verse. It's like she's almost trying to convince herself that she's doing fine too. She says she was doing fine up until the nights got cold and then it started seeming like everyone else had someone to hold. It started seeming to her like everyone else was in love, in safe, and in healthy relationships, and she feels like she's the only one who isn't. And in the bridge, we get some of my favorite lines. We get, Merry Christmas, everybody. That'll have to be something I just say this year. I love this. This is by far my favorite line of this song. Uh, this is a great example of how Taylor zeroes in on those small details and how those small things can have such a profound impact on you. For instance, just saying Merry Christmas, everybody, feels like something she's just saying this year. She doesn't actually mean it because she herself is not Mary. She's down and she's wistful from missing her lover. So she's kind of forced to just say this to everyone this year to keep up with everyone else's expectations that you're supposed to be happy and not lonely at Christmas time. And then we continue getting these little tiny but profound details throughout the rest of the song. Well, I bet you got your mom another sweater. And were your cousins late again? So it's reflecting on these other Christmases that she knows in the past he's bought mom sweaters for Christmas over and over again. His cousins are always showing up late. She's remembering these small little details of the life that they spent together at Christmas time. And then the line, when you were putting up the lights this year, did you notice one last pair of hands? Taylor does such a good job of capturing these tiny moments, these tiny little things where maybe you're just minding your business hanging up the Christmas lights, but then you remember, oh, last year I did that with my girlfriends, and then you become sad in that moment. Taylor does a great job of capturing those little tiny things that add up so much for us in life. 
And honestly, that's a big part of why I'm so excited to see what her full-length film will be all about, because I bet it's going to be full of the small stuff in life, and it will also be full of the things that have the most impact. As to who this song's about, I don't think we really know for this one. Um, again, I think this is a time where, you know, Taylor was relatively new. She had released her debut album at this time, but Fearless wasn't out yet, so she wasn't quite the phenomenon that she is yet. So I don't think this was about anyone famous. I think this was probably either a fictional song, again, because of her age, or maybe it was about a, a high school boyfriend that she was remembering. But I don't think we know exactly who this one's about. So that's it for this week. If you like the show, please leave us a review, subscribe, and listen again. We'll be back next week when we're going to get back to chronological order and discuss Picture to Burn. I'm really excited for this one. I love that song. If you have any ideas for the podcast or there's anything that you'd like to contact me about, any information you think that maybe I won't know about Taylor's songs that you want to hear included in the podcast, uh, feel free to reach out to me at swiftlytailoredpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, and I hope to see you next week.